is for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hello, Jessica Jardin. How are you? I'm good. I'm flying high because I get to hang out with you and Trish IRL tomorrow. Yeah, we are. It's going to be fun. I'd be, or- but look, we, 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 we talk a lot about our beloved Trish. We brag about the Marco Polo the text threads and so i'll brag i'll brag yeah. it up don't disclose where we're going please i will not i don't want everyone it. showing up because we I, didn't get a will... big enough table <laughs> <laughs> let's just say it'll be fun and it'll be fun to discuss after the fact maybe i don't know that we can say that for sure it could just be a real snooze for all we know why would it be a snooze Look, i just don't want to promise people things that i that i'm not positive we can deliver i don't want to over you know when i worked at apple this is what we were taught. Under promise, over deliver. I didn't know you worked at Apple. I did. I was a, a greeter, a concierge, something like that. I don't know. But like that, in the store? Yeah. At the oh. Soho, the flagship. <gasps> where they used to have concerts all the time. Oh, my God. And so many celebrities, right? Yes, yes. But also... During the was it the first iPhone or the second iPhone? I like worked worked during a launch and it was a nightmare. It's the first time I broke out into the eczema that makes your hands bubble into a million blisters. Oh my god! Yeah, I like thought I had hand, foot, and mouth, <laughs> but it was just stress and heat from an iPhone release. Anyway, but I've seen I saw a lot of weird, yeah, a lot of not weird, but I saw like a lot of they have like concerts there, like Kings of Leon, Gnarls Barkley. I'm trying to think of who else I saw there, like That's while crazy. I was working. It's a CNBC scene kind of spot. Weird, no, but like they do, like they literally like put on a concert. It's so strange. New York, man. New York, New York. But yeah, I've always followed that under promise, over deliver, or try because whew, nothing worse than than someone being like, "Where's that thing you promised me?" <laughs> I can't do anything. Um. Anyway, so but let's just say I hope it's fun and there's something to talk about. <laughs> I have a feeling there will be, but we'll not put added pressure on it. Too much. How- how is your week? I think you can feel that I'm in a mood, huh? <laughs> I can sense that. <laughs> How about yours? Similar, some fu- some funkies and some highs, some lows. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those weeks that like really zoomed by, and like I really felt like I was shaking out. Last week, I felt highly emotional yeah very pms we've synced up so (laughs) yes i know i'm so proud you me and trish again big brag texting all day is the same thing as pheromones now i know i'm very i'm like really proud they should study us that we are we have not seen each other in person in months, months and yet we somehow synced up completely and that was one of those periods that i was like so relieved where i was like oh thank god like every every schmaltzy package on the today show is making me cry where you're like what is happening to my emotions right now and then you are like ah this was what it was every pet video everything (laughs) everything my eyes landed on could was making me cry last week and i i was just like i really fell off the rails so it was one of those ones where you're like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. It's thank you. just my 
stupid body hormones i've been crying watching <laughs> let's see this woman who has a farm her goat gave birth to three <laughs> goats and one of them was a runt and she was like it may not make it but i'm gonna try my hardest and then the goat it's been a, a week out the goat's doing fine but she's so tiny today she put <gasps> oh, a wait, i watched this video yeah, yes she put yes a, i saw the first one a bottle of creamer beside the goat so you could see how little the goat is oh my god i yes yes this is the world we live in now and i'm so affected and yes. so so attached yes. and it's especially being yeah far away from from a lot of people it's like i just felt very um not in charge of my emotions yeah let's say someone else um, is driving the car so what have you been watching i see your notes. okay so i will say i had a blast watching now I must admit I didn't finish it but I had plugged it I had like pre-plugged it and it was my Friday night I stayed in I got takeout and I watched the Janet Jackson doc the first of two parts and and then there's uh, a part one and a part two of the, yeah, so I, this is the first of it. So I watched the part one on Friday, part two aired on Saturday. That is why Hulu was confusing me so badly. Because huh. it had part one, part one of two, and part two of two. and I, But it was three different things. So I was like, why am I not getting it anyway? So I was oh, like, did okay. Hulu mess up? Completely? So I watched it as well then. Okay, so yeah. So I haven't actually watched the, the last half, but I loved it and I thought it was just like so fascinating and there's such incredible like old footage of yeah like her youth and the growing up and her brothers and like that I was like the stuff of them in like Bel Air and David yeah. Bowie and these house parties and also just like what a freaking cute kid she is like she's just a cute cutie she's just a cute beautiful yeah. lady and, you know, I think that it's like I thought I was maybe at capacity for my interest in the Jacksons. And it's obviously so complicated, like anything, Michael. But they are just like it is an extraordinary American story. You yes. know, like what they accomplished and also like how fucked up and tragic it is that like that, that being totally robbed of their childhood and the pressure on her. And I just was so like impressed with her her ascent and like having to I think I underestimated how much how crazy that must have been to navigate alongside Michael's fame at yeah. that level. And like the 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 way that they there was not necessarily like jealousy as much as a lot of inspirational like I, I just found their relationship so fascinating. What a crazy thing to both be gigantic pop stars. Yeah. What it, did you think? It felt like she was trying to protect the entire family. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. in making the documentary. Yeah. And I it, it also just made me appreciate her music. I've always been a Janet head. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, her, you know, when I, I would have been in, like, middle school when she was, like, hitting her peak. And uh, oh, I just... If I was your girl, the things I'd do to you. That's when I feel like I got really into her. But I remember being even smaller, like like listening to Black Cat and... And like control. her music was like so overtly sexual. And I remember it like really blowing my mind. Like my <laughs> sister and I reading the cassette 
<laughs> or the CD notes and liner notes and being like, oh my God. Cause she just, it was very like owning of her sexuality and that was a big deal at the time. Yeah. So I watched that and that was really fun. And then last night watched the first episode of Pam and Tommy. I and watched all three of them. Oh my God. Well then you should have been sharing the you're all up on all of it. <laughs> you know, I feel really conflicted about Pam and Tommy. Well, I was disappointed by the first episode because I was like, I'll tell you what I didn't need was a whole show about Seth Rogen as this character. <laughs> well, I want to watch. I know she will get to Pam. And I just felt kind of like I'm there for Pam. Like that's that's my way in. And I was kind of just like, so she's not like in this at all. Well, the second episode is none of the none of Seth Rogen's character. Okay. So, I love Seth Rogen and I no, love No 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 it's just to I, say I, that like the storytelling of it is like you know they're they're telling us the story of the sex tape so they are so that's where we started with that man however as I was watching it I felt very conflicted that this is not she did not Pamela Anderson did not sign off on this she said she feels re-traumatized by it mm. it is like it, and it feels like, man, I, I'm I'm watching it, so I I that's why I feel bad. Also, like there's a lot of nudity that comes up, and Lily James is wearing a insanely amazing prosthetic chest. Oh wow! Like they've okay. recreated Pamela Anderson's breasts. Oh. Looks, it's insane. Because I was like, those cannot be her breasts. Like they just cannot be her breasts that she, we would know if she had enormous boobs. Yeah. And Pam's are so like iconically Pam's. Yeah. So it's, it's makeup. It's like, it's, it's a prosthetic. And, but even that feels like yucky to me that like someone is pretending to be her and then recreating a lot of sex and stuff. So I was like, I feel very conflicted and it seems as if they're like, We'll see this poor guy. I was just like, oh, no, I don't know if I like I not that I don't like it, but I feel I feel very conflicted about the re-traumatization. That makes makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know, that director, I forget his name. He's the same one who did I, Tanya. And I remember Craig Gillespie. I I really did not like I, Tanya. Similarly, not as so much as re-traumatization as much as just like uh, really not being fi- – like the the wanting to exist in a kind of comedic space while also asking for like sort of, you know, a, like an emotional heart. And, you know, like I found that movie like pretty cruel and kind of about like laughing at poverty and laughing at like – you know, ugliness and uh, white trashiness jokes were kind of felt like the point as, and pretending yeah. to tell a story about like these women in this complicated thing. I just did not think it was sympathetic or genuine at all. And I so I'm not surprised because uh, I felt like that was his tone. And he had another movie that had that, too. And I was like, I think this person wants to be funny, but doesn't know how. And is also telling the story of real people and trying to navigate it. That's what it felt like. It felt like this is a very sensitive story that deeply affected a woman and less so the men in it. And a man is retelling it as if it's like this sort of, I don't know, like this crazy story. And it's sort of silly and wacky duty. However, I cannot get over the prosthetics used in this 
this I can't wait to see. I'm now I'm I'm amped because, because I'm, I was gonna you watch saw more it in the first episode, right? Then you see like the cur the side of a boob like in the yeah. first episode. Like that yeah. was that like even that I was like, damn. And I was like, Oh, those are, that's not it though. That's not her breast. Lily James is like tiny tubed, tiny boobies. That's crazy. It's um, so crazy. And that she tried to reach out to Pamela Anderson. She wanted to like talk to her before and she, she was not was not she was not responded to yeah this that yeah, this thing of being in the public eye and life rights and and at a certain point that you you know it's you can just do that you can make these shows but i remember and, and now we've really entered that like i feel like especially with like uh people versus oj and yeah. i remember what that reading a lot of interviews and and all of a lot of those American crime stories that Ryan Murphy does, you know, with like the how it brings up so much and like Marsha Clark in in that and then Linda Tripp's family most recently. And whenever you read this stuff, it's like these people have like a whole chapter dredged up because we're like fascinated with yeah. the 90s, you know, and these are fascinating stories. But it is not, they're not fictitious and yeah. they are like deeply affecting, especially a sex tape, you know. Absolutely. It also reminds me of when I was working on Brooklyn, every, at the start of every season, a lawyer would come talk to us about like, what is, what we can and cannot get away with. Mm-hmm. And like the level, like if someone's a public figure, you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Privately, it's- private figures, no. But there was you know, on 30 Rock, there was a bit where Martin Short played this based on a real plastic surgeon who was like really crazy, like crazy looking, like just like one of those extreme plastic surgery faces. And like he was playing the character and it was like, oh, this is a real person. The guy killed himself after it aired. I hate that. Sorry, trigger. I should have said trigger warning ahead. But like that is like the ramification of like when someone's story is put out there and then everyone has a reaction to it and everyone's making fun of it. All to say, though, my big takeaway is those prosthetics. You won't. <laughs> I Honestly, I. I. I know you would look it up. That's the only reason why I say because as soon as I saw them, I was like, these can't be real. These they look too <laughs> No, I 100 percent would. I'm well, I will be probably continue to watch because I I have an insatiable appetite for 90s L.A. content. Hey, did you watch any other fun stuff or get into any other fun things this week? I didn't have time. Jess, please. We have all this I, to watch. I mean, yeah, we had the, extra shows. So we had no. extra shows. Let's, There's so much can, to watch. Let's get into news. You got it. Okay, I'm just going to lead the biggest news of the week for me. Rihanna. Rihanna being pregnant. Yes. I, you know, this is such a funny thing sometimes to care a lot about like a life moment in a celebrity. And I can see a little cat paw in the corner of your screen. It's so cute. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I I put a little like a like little shelf on the window for them to seeing like a paw yes, stretch into geez. frame and it was there <laughs> hi okay um, sorry so i i said this to you and trish i truly there is a rumor of her being pregnant some months ago and i was totally doing that thing that i like shame myself for where you're like on bump watch and this thing of how we like police celebrities uteruses well all women and i kept being like stop it but every time a photo of her out and about would surface i'd be like Big baggy jacket. But okay, been, it's a big. 
Because at the Met Gala, that's when people are like, oh, what's she hiding? But that mm-hmm. doesn't track time-wise, does it? <laughs> I don't think so. She's been preparing to wear baggy jackets for a long time. Yeah, like I'm sure she she did. But, you know, I just, I'm I'm a huge fan and I love her. And I just, I like them as a couple. I think that they just are gorgeous. And he's, he's vocally obsessed with her as he should be. She is an incredible seeming person so it just was like one of those like I I'm always caught by surprise I don't think of myself as someone who like is so titillated by marriage and babies and I actively like I feel like I'm working against those expectations but then there will just be this like yay oh my god like current through my body that feels like very funny to me but also it's just like to look at her be happy she's happy yeah. to announce it so it's not like oh gosh if you don't have a baby then you're fucked it's like well no she just seems like really happy and like clearly it was something she wanted so like yeah, and, and she looks I l- great. Loved the the photo shoot. So New York, they're like under a bridge. It's snowing. She has a pink parka open. Like the aesthetics of the shoot were just very cool. Yeah. So very excited. That is a baby I will be excited to see. And oh, that's just fun. On the flip side of sad stuff, Hoda breaking up with oh. her fiance. I know you're a big Hoda head, so <sighs> this really this made me very sad. Yeah. I really want, I root for Hoda, maybe maybe more than anybody. <laughs> no, no, not true. But I root for Hoda and I really do look at her life as so aspirational in terms of not, exactly, like not necessarily achieving all the things in the order or at the time you think you might. But yeah, she and her longtime fiance called it quits and they have two daughters they've adopted and it just made me sad. But I then I, I thought the clip, I really recommend anybody watch the clip where she and Jenna talk about it on the third hour of the Today Show, or sorry, the 10 o'clock hour, because she's just like, she just articulates it in a very beautiful way about yes. how like, it's just the thing that people don't talk about breakups that much and that especially in the public eye and that like, but that she knows a lot of women and people have been where she is and that it feels really scary to like start over and all this. And I don't know, it's just really brave. And I love her and I hope she finds a partner if she wants a partner. And if not, <laughs> she's got a lot of, she has a lot. She has a I big, know. huge full life. It's very funny. I like have such, again, mixed feelings on everything when people like, cause there is such like a, uh, a shock wave when there's a big breakup like that. But then when I think about it, I'm like, do you know, like I said it to you guys, I was like, statistically, she's happier now. Like statistically, oh. unmarried women are like, what is it like 30% happier than married women? So I was like, statistically, she just got out of unhappiness. Yeah. I so mean, that's the, but that's what, that was just my take that like with all of these things that like, because it is sad and you hear people talk about it so much. But as a single woman who's been like single my entire life, I'm like, I don't know, like sounds like she didn't, wasn't great. So and oh, that sure. she might even the, the idea of love sounds really great, but but it also seems really hard too, and that I don't know. Like, yeah, it's yeah. I don't know to be like, yeah. I think it's okay. Like, like you said, to be without a partner too. 
like is yeah, also I, aspirational in its own sense. She will live longer without one, statistically speaking. She'll outlive me. Yeah, I think it. I think that that's the point. Is that it's like, and that's why I like that clip. Is that she's speaking from a place of like, it's she's not framing it as like sad. You know, yeah. she's framing it as like she talks about how she feels really, really brave, and it's like I think as always a reason why I just think she's. A great inspiration for a lot of women. And yeah. it's like, hey, man, that that is a rich, successful, <laughs> powerful woman who is fine and probably has a hard schedule, is my thought. Oh, Speaking for sure. of rich, powerful women, Lisa Vanderpump, this is so upsetting. This is so upsetting. Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump got thrown off of a horse she was riding this week and ended up in the hospital with broken bones this past Sunday she was at the paddock in the Los Feliz part of LA so this happened in our neck of the woods this must have been in Griffith Park I'm guessing I think it actually well I don't know where the paddock is I always thought it was like closer to the Hollywood sign like on like if you oh. go up you know that there's like a well only because there are like horses up there but I could be wrong I don't know where it is I yeah I'd never heard of it so the horse apparently got spooked reared up and bucked her off an eyewitness uh told tmz she flew over the horse's head and landed on her back that's so scary she broke her leg in two places just above the ankle and has bruising on her back and according there was like a follow-up from ken and he said that that might be her last ride i wouldn't let her ride again well, Ken, we'll yeah. see what the horses have to say about that. Actually, <laughs> the Paddock Riding Club is over there by Costco. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that is like the side of Griffith Park, you know, it's over there. Yes. But, you know, she, at a certain age, when you have a bone break, I think it becomes harder to heal. So yeah. I remember my dad stopped riding motorcycles after he'd multiple times had fallen off and broken a rib. That was just par oh for God. the course. You know, it was just going to happen like once a year. But at, he hit a certain age where he was like, mm, yes, I will not be falling off a motorcycle again. This will be no. the last time. So no, I'm sure healing only gets harder and worse. And it says here, so broke her leg in three places, requiring Oof. plates and screws with a recovery time of about eight to 10 weeks and then physical therapy. So no. I know that's got to be rough because she is a big horse head from what I know. Um, and now she'll have those little house horses. <laughs> she'll be fine. She'll she has a whole menagerie to look at and to keep her entertained. She's got plenty of animals. Yeah, she's got those mean geese uh, <laughs> or swans. I think. Yeah, uh, they have funny names, right? I can't remember. Uh, all of her animals are very sexy to her. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's she's sexualized all of them in a way that's very upsetting. I know Lisa's horniness is such a funny little facet to her. You know. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about her. I'll forget. And then she always makes like a kind of Samantha Jones joke. And you're like, yes. oh, that's right. That's like your thing. <laughs> Did you see this Adele thing that? No. So we talked about Adele calling off like last minute calling off her Vegas res residency. But apparently it wasn't just like COVID. She, apparently she's been causing a bit of a stir with her quote unquote volatile romance. So mm. apparently she 
wasn't showing up in Vegas to like look at sets and stuff until the last minute. And well, this is this is by page six. Who who can believe anything, right? We don't but know. We don't know. The, uh, Emily and Sarah. I hope you're people we can trust with this information. But so she has been staying with her boyfriend Rich Paul since the cancellation. But people were saying it's because the whole thing was because when she was showing up, she would be on the phone with him screaming and crying about how she didn't like the sets or something like she wanted to like rip out their entire sound system and put a new one in like just things that were like she just didn't have the time to do it and also she didn't show up allegedly wasn't showing up earlier because she was spending time with him in LA so she wasn't in Vegas Mm -hmm. making sure things were the way she wanted them to be Uh oh! and that not only was she calling him and crying about the or, or getting upset about the things that weren't going well with the show's pre-production but the, she was also fighting with him so it alleges that she could not get through a rehearsal without tears and ending up calling him to fight with him so she I mean, never had a full rehearsal something is very odd about this whole thing like there this is I believe that there can also be issues regarding COVID and the supply chain and the reason she gave. That makes a lot of sense. But it does feel a little strange. And I had heard something on like one of the DJs on Sirius Radio was talking about it and said that reportedly maybe it is just because she didn't like them, but her sets have been completely removed from the stage. Like and all her dates have been rescheduled with um, Keith Keith Urban, Urban, I think. Yeah. Right. So oh, it just good feels, old Keith Urban. He, you know, he'll step in in a pinch. He'll he'll go wherever you need. He'll straighten. He'll bring his hair straightener, and he will <laughs> he will be there when you need. So page six says that quote Adele can be Adele's been crying and couldn't get through a single full rehearsal for the past month. A source linked to the management team at Caesar's Palace, where the shows were taking place, uh, quote just constantly on the phone with Rich, loudly shouting and sobbing. There's chatter about why Rich wasn't in Las Vegas to support Adele. Even the day before the show would have launched, was he even going to be there for the debut? Hmm? So people are saying that that might have more to do with the cancellation. I bet you can't say that, though, because I bet insurance does not cover fights with boyfriends. I doubt it. This I have to read this part at the bottom. This is very funny. There were reports that the singer allegedly had clashed with the show's production designer, wasn't satisfied with the 60-person choir brought in to accompany her on Skyfall, the song, and reportedly argued that a pool she was supposed to float above on stage looked like a, quote, baggy old pond. Baggy or boggy? (laughs) Baggy. Baggy. It says baggy old pond. Baggy old pond. Is that like a Britishism? I, that's I'm why I obsessed. thought it was like a boggy, like a boggy old pond. But I, the 60 choir, 60 person choir thing was her request. And Caesars w- was like, no, we cannot pay 60 <laughs> singers to perform. <laughs> I'm sure they could. But, but yeah, it sounds like she was having some real problems. But here's the thing is she is someone who needs to sing about heartbreak. We need her chaos for albums, right? I was going to say, this is, you know, look, do we want her to be happy? Of course. But yeah, whatever. Is she do whatever she I wants. Think, Maybe yeah. she doesn't want to be happy. She may not. May not may not serve her. Yeah. But it'll be the thing she's doing in this life. It's not the lesson she's learning. Well, maybe we'll get a Vegas heartbreak album next, which <laughs> I would be 
so happy. It's just I really a lot I of really, like really takes on go. Elvis. <laughs> yeah. I really want to see this Katy Perry show. I'm trying to figure out a way. I like I it, she is a Vegas residency and like the sets look so stupid and absurd and it's like I just want to go really. Oh, bad. absolutely. That sounds like so much fun. I know. We'll see. So probably won't be seeing Adele anytime soon. Yeah, but yeah, what can you do? I just this is a quick one, but just very quickly. Kathy Hilton had a very weird little week on Instagram that I just need to share. First of all, so the people were very worried because <laughs> she posted on a picture of Rick Hilton, her husband, had posted a, a photo on on Instagram. I don't know what the photo was, but in the comments at three in the morning, Kathy commented <laughs> to her on her husband's Instagram, commented, please call me. I need to get out of here now. <laughs> and people got very worried. She because she was on the Beverly Hills cast is filming right now mm -hmm. and they're in Aspen. And so people were like, what is happening? And so she went on a podcast this week and talked about it. And apparently she lost her phone while she was alone in the rental house. She said, I lost my phone, which I do. I was left in the house by myself at one point and it was about three in the morning. My husband puts his phone in his office and I know that at about midnight he's on his iPad and he'll be scrolling through. So I knew I'd catch him by saying, call me, get me out of here. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me, Jess. Is there I more? started getting scared. I started getting, I did have my iPad 10% left, no charger. And I started getting scared hearing all the noises. I didn't know what to do. What noises? So then it really then it sounds like some sort of fight happened. So because the next day Hilton said she left Richards's Kyle's rental home to relocate to a hotel. She admitted that there were, quote, squabbles <laughs> on the trip. There there were some squabbles and some people moved out of Kyle's. So she didn't know what the noises were, though. <laughs> She's so and then the other one we don't have to spend too much time on it because it really is just Kathy being Kathy this one though and a couple people sent this to us this is just a treasure <laughs> so speaking of Janet so Randy Jackson brother of Janet Jackson one of the Jackson brothers posted a picture to his own Instagram of him and his sister Janet Jackson and tagged her in it. And <laughs> he put he captioned it, it's a family affair. Kathy Hilton, and uh, the Hiltons are friends with the Jackson family, which all makes sense, all LA families. Kathy Hilton commented, your girlfriend looks like Jan! <laughs> in all caps, <gasps> with a bunch of, with a bunch of hearts and like kiss emojis and said, long time no see, miss you, Kathy. And people lost it. It was so funny. She 100% thought it, that Janet, who is tagged, uh, was his girlfriend and had to point out how she really looks like Janet. And Kathy just, Hilton is just perfect. She's, just, she's fun. just perfect. You know, I think I've talked about it a few times, but Paris in Love is moving to Bravo. So oh, Ultimate Girls, I didn't know that. Ultimate Girls Trip is also moving to Bravo. So all the things, and I, I bet you Real Housewives of Miami will move to Bravo. Yeah. So 
there's no point in us covering it on Peacock since I don't know that many people have Peacock, but I do think they're all going to shift over to Bravo. But on Paris in Love at one of her wedding ceremonies, she's also very good friends with Paula Abdul. So Paula Abdul is singing while Kathy is like, doing a dance on a chair with like she's sitting in a chair backwards doing a dance as they're all singing and it is the funniest thing because she's like you can tell you're like oh she cuts up she gets wild wild like not just like oh i'm being a stinker but like she's yeah like dirty dancing on a chair like sitting backwards in a chair like grinding (laughs) on it i have watched more episodes by the way i'm slowly making my way through i was chipping away at at paris and love over the weekend and it is really special Carter uh, sucks though man. He really sucks. He's really it is exactly what you said. Like as it goes along, he is so unnerving and creepy and like the way ugh, he really feels like bad news. Bad, That's bad, why bad, she bad, calls bad. him an octopus. Whoa. She says his little tentacles are in everything. He skeeves me out. He's yucky. <laughs> Okay, then we have Erica Jane. So it was announced this week that Erica Jane, they she had, oh, I should get, let me open the article first. Oh, it's a vulture. It's a bad one. Uh, they won't let, you know, vulture like doesn't let you like look at too many. Yeah. So, yep, there we go. It, it already happened. So the lawsuit in Illinois had been dismissed, but uh-huh. so people, she was celebrating. She like posted on Instagram, like a little meme of herself saying, fuck you. But apparently it's just being moved to it's being refiled in California. So I don't know what the celebration was about. Like, it doesn't make sense. So it's still she's still being sued. Just yeah. it's going to be low. Maybe she just didn't want to have to fly there. Yeah, or maybe she was. That's so. Yeah. It's, so I have the article open. It says Jay Edelson, CEO of Edelson PC, confirmed to Vulture that the case against Jane isn't off. Quote, we voluntarily agreed with the consent of her attorneys to transfer the case to California to avoid delays over procedural questions. Our investigatory team has been hard at work for the past year, and we've uncovered evidence that we believe a jury will find damning. Yeah. Also, they said in a, later in the statement, this is our advice to her is clear. Quit lying and delaying and immediately return the money to the Lion Air Windows or Widows and Orphans. Misleading the public only strengthens our resolve to which i say you know lawyers be lawyering is what is happening here like these kind of like quit lying and delaying the immediately return the money it's like immediately return the money like it has to go through the court no matter what she can't just like go to people's houses and give them like give them her earrings that they were trying to get there was this clip going around did you see it was like garcelle on the talk i think and not the view. I think it was the talk. And they were talking about, like, why won't she return her – like, she has, you know, $750,000 in diamonds or something. And I was like it, – it was really annoying to me because it was them basically being like, I wouldn't even want those diamonds. I would give them up so quickly. And Garcelle is like, yeah, I mean, when we shoot, she is dripping in diamonds. Like, she has diamonds to spare. And I'm like – First of all, to your point, this has to go through a system. You don't just drive around and drop off diamonds. And they were like, I mean, they're just diamonds. And I was like, second of all, those are, we don't know yet what has happened. And those are her belongings. And diamonds or, aren't just diamonds. Sometimes those are heirlooms. They have value or and meaning. It's not, a pile, it's, a pi- <laughs> it's not just like a pile of a stack of bills. Like these are possessions. And it's, it was like, 
them all sh- like shaming her. I agree. If she's done these things, if she is found guilty, she must return them. But this, everybody's talking about it exactly. Like, oh yeah, get in your car, Erica, and give it. To, drive on out and find every orphan. And it's like that's not how things work. What I find most offensive about it is it's rich people pretending like they don't know. Yes, she knows. She went through a very expensive divorce. She knows how it goes. I think Garcelle just wants Erica to look bad. Garcelle doesn't yeah. like Erica anymore because Erica yelled at her. Yep. And maybe she doesn't like her because she thinks that she, you know, swindled a bunch of widows and orphans, which could be the case. I think less likely, probably more likely that her husband did. And, and she was like not asking questions about it, whatever. Thinking that yeah. he was actually doing. I think she thought he might have been doing good. But who knows? Who knows? That's all to go in front of court. But all these people, even the lawyers, like you're just trying to make her look look bad. You know that like a judge would be like, shut up. You can't say that. Or like no. you couldn't say it in a court of law. Quit lying and hand over the goods. Like that's what are you a robber? Come on. Like <laughs> this is not how things have due process. Everything is slow. Justice is slow. And it sucks. I, and it, you feel bad for everyone who is a victim to this. What would you call it? scam no that's not the word but you know money stolen from them but people being like you should see her always in glam it's like you know this game you know how that's what i was that was my thing i was like this is not i don't like the the whole point of the show is exorbitant wealth on display you're she's doing it as they're all they're dripping in as much as they can possibly drip in and i didn't like the like oh yeah i'm scanning her and i'm seeing like there that's that's her job her job is to look rich on this show just like garcelle and all of them are trying to look as rich as they possibly can all the time yeah tisk Tisk, 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 tisk. But yeah, she'll have her day in court. Don't you worry. And if she doesn't have her day in court, it's because no one could like get anything to stick. So yeah. like, and then what are you going to do? You just talk shit about someone because they were associated with someone who probably did really terrible things. I don't know. I guess I just keep going back to like, we all seem to like Jin Shaw perfectly fine right now. Yes. Or is it just me that likes her? No, I'm a big Shaw head right now. I didn't even like her before. Before she defrauded old people. Before I knew she defrauded old people, I was like, ugh, shut up, lady. And then I was like, she's a criminal? I don't know. She's sort of winning me over. I think I'm a bad person is the thing. I disagree. I like a bad person. No, I mean, I want her to... I'm excited for her uh, reality series in prison, too. Oh, my God. She's going to soar no matter... Yeah, if it's behind bars or not, I'm I'm along for the ride. I mean, it's, could we do a doc in prison? I mean, they have had documentaries in prison before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll make it happen. She would <laughs> cause so many fights, though. Oh, gosh. Because you remember yeah. when Martha Stewart went to Fred- federal prison? Like, all the girls loved Martha. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, Everyone's going to love Jen. <laughs> She's going to be, look, everybody is, everyone's obsessed. Even if they're scared of her, it's because they're obsessed with her, you know? Absolutely. Then I think the last bit of news, I, I speaking of the Today Show, I saw a package this morning about an interview with the two directors of the new Kanye doc. 
Okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh, yeah. And if you did, you can go on over to patreon.com slash for Losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ooh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.